Welcome to the podcast. This is Ken Hill. I appreciate you taking the time to, to tune in. And I appreciate the people that have uh, written in and um, also some of the donations as well. This podcast um, is a little bit different. It's a little bit different in that, um, you know, if you're expecting that little, that little tidbit on, oh, if I just, if I just use my fingertips here or my foot here or my eyes here or, um, uh, you know, that, that little, that little silver bullet technique, yeah, it's, it's, it's not there. Instead, this, this podcast is, is, um, one that after I reviewed uh, my 2019, so I spent a lot of time in reflection and looked at 2019, an amazing statistic came out. And the statistic was, in the RIC program, we rode, and this is instructors and students, 16,900 laps without a crash. Yeah, 16,900 is approximate, but I did the math, um, looked at how many students and days and all that, average laps. Yeah, 16,900 laps without a crash. And it's a, it's a pretty staggering number. So let's talk a little bit about that number, where it comes from, and, and then we're going to dive into this podcast. And this, this, this podcast, hang in there, because this podcast could actually be one of the most important podcasts that you listen to. Because yes, we all have these techniques and we all have these goals, but a lot of times we're, we're missing out on something that is the most important catalyst for all of it, which is the process of being able to accomplish those things. And that's what this one really, this one talks about because we didn't go out there and say, we're going to do 16,900 laps without a crash, right? We didn't put our outcome first. No. Instead, we did a process. We stayed with our process and the process is what got us this progress. So the 16,900 laps comes from uh, basically our last winter event in 2019 at Chukwala all the way to um, the start of our, you know, our, our, our last event um, in the fall slash winter of 2019 at Chukwala. And this was all on um, different tracks. This was High Plains and Thunder Hill and, and you know, three different tracks at UMC and different bikes and different clients and lap times and tires. But... 16,900 laps without a crash. So how, do, how, do, how, did, how did this happen? And it goes back to what I said, is that we worked the process. The process is what got us the progress. The process is what drove the outcome. The process is focused, deliberate riding. I wanted to make this thought very clear to you because this can be done. You can do this. This is something you can accomplish. So, okay, great. How do we accomplish this? And part of it is, goes back to what I just said, focused, deliberate writing. That focus starts with the right mindset. And so I'm gonna take you through some of these things. Some of the, I got a few steps here that I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about to help you be able to accomplish your own 16,900 laps and hopefully more than that. And yeah, it does start with the right mindset. And the right mindset is broken down into a few things. The, the right mindset is having the humility that there is a better way. I'm all about trying to find a better way, whether it's studying the best writers in the world or interviewing them or talking to them, whatever it may be, I'm completely open to that. And somebody might suggest something to me, fantastic. I'll, I'll look at it, 
Um, I'll vet it, whether it's good or bad, but I'll at least be open to the idea that there's a better way. And that's why, that's why there's 70 some odd podcasts, right? Because I'm always looking for a better way or a better way of communi- communicating things. And, and you know, that's, that's the beauty of what we're doing. So yes, have the humility that there is a better way. The second one is one that we definitely have to prepare ourselves for and really is the cornerstone of, of what we're what we're trying um, to put people in the right mindset for, which is be ready and open for feedback. Oh, it's so hard, right? Because and and, and I'm I'm just I'm just as guilty as everyone on that, which is right. Somebody says something to you, um, and it's easy to get defensive about it. Well, we want to be open for feedback, but we have to be really careful here. That feedback has to come from a credible source. So not everyone deserves an opinion. Not everyone is an expert. But feedback from a credible, objective, professional source, absolutely. Bring it on. So quick story on that. I just did a a keynote speaker talk for a company. And uh, yeah, it had nothing to do with motorcycles. Well, it had actually everything to do with motorcycles, which is, you know, our processes and habits of the techniques of the best riders in the world and how we put them in the business world. So I do this keynote speaker talk. I get done with the talk and guess what? I got scored. I didn't know I was getting scored. I got scored. So I have to be able to accept that feedback so I can get better because that's all I want to do is get better. So be ready for feedback. Third one is we're going to do what the best in the world are doing. This is one that I, I, it's interesting. We fight this one a little bit because of course, there's so many different opinions out there. There's so many different opinions with uh, what people consider right and wrong. But the bottom line is, is we're going to do what the majority of the best writers in the world are doing because if there was a better way, they would do it. Yeah, you want a seventh place result? Do what the seventh place guy is doing. Fantastic. I can guarantee you, (laughs) I can guarantee you that there's no, um, uh, MotoGP riders spending their first session doing a no brakes drill. Um, uh, no, that's not that's not how it works. Uh, there's a, there's a there's a reason why the best riders in the world are the best are the best, and we want to be able to have those those habits and techniques, and that's what we're going to mimic. And then the last one is you have to put your reps in. I understand the world that we live in. Everybody wants to get get great now, but we forget about the most important part, which is getting good. We have to get good before we get great. Quick story on that. This happened um, earlier 2019 uh, at at Chuckwalla. We were riding at Chuckwalla Dirt Track, which is incredibly fun, Um, amazing, fun little dirt track. And we're riding our little mini bikes uh, out there. And a couple riders showed up um, that were very, very accomplished road racers. Very, very good. Very, very quick. And they're riding with JD Beach on dirt track. And um, basically, yeah, they sucked. Uh, they had obviously tons and tons of skill, just didn't have any technique. So at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's dinner time and, and we're all kind of there and these guys are kind of dejected. And so, you know, we started talking about it. They're like, man, I, you know, I, I, I just suck at this. And I said, okay, let's, let's put things into perspective here. I said, how old is JD Beach? And um, said, well, you know, he's, he's, you know, 26 years old. Okay, great. 
So you realize he's been dirt tracking for 22 some odd years. And I said, you've done it twice. So yeah, you're, you're comparing yourself to the last 1% when we haven't got you to the first 40% yet. So really something to take in, take in the, to heart is you have to put your reps in. Yeah, I want you to be at the, I want you to be at the last, you know, 10th of a percent, hundredth of a percent, but you have to get to the first 40%, first 50%, 60% before you get there. So you got to put your reps in. All right. That's what we're going to start off with the right mindset. And the second part of this, and I know you've heard this in previous podcasts, which is understanding the three aspects of a rider. There's three aspects of a rider, meaning that there's three aspects of what the rider does to train. We have our technique and our craft, what you do, what you tell the bike to do, your physical fitness and your mental fitness. All three of those have to be looped together. These are all three perishable skills. They have to be continually worked on and improved or you're not going to get to the level that you want to, to ride at. It doesn't matter if you practice your braking for 30 seconds in your car every day. Awesome. doesn't matter if you spend you know, five minutes before you go to bed with some visualization skills for your mental fitness. Awesome. Great. But all three of these things have to be trained and continually be looped together. So I definitely wanted to, uh, to mention that. So three aspects of your training. Where are you at and what are you doing to improve? I'm doubling down on all of this because you absolutely positively can do this. Natural talent, honestly, natural talent becomes overrated at a point. Training trumps natural talent every single time. So if you're thinking, oh gosh, well, I'm not JD Beach and you know, I didn't spend 22 years and you know, riding dirt track. Well, those are his reps. If you put your training in, you absolutely can get, can get there as well. So in, in desire, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about that because we all have desire. Desire is actually fairly, fairly easy, right? We have desire and we, we want to get better. So when we, look at, when we look at desire, we think about, okay, what, what, is, what is desire? And desire is simply wanting something different than what you have now. And of course, we know desire you know, desire can't be forced, right? Desire has to come within. Desire can be enabled and it can be enabled through all of these things that I just talked about, whether it's the right mindset or working on those three aspects of your training. It absolutely can be enabled. Can't be forced, but it can be enabled. There's a pathway for your desire. Absolutely. Uh, I want to talk about one more thing on that, which is fear. Yeah, you know, when we talk about activating, activating desire, um, honestly, it's, it's, it can be pretty scary. And it's perfectly okay. Think about fear as being your activation, not paralysis. It's, it's you know, fear is a great emotion, but, but let, let that steer you to the process, but not be the process. We don't want fear. We don't want emotion riding the bike, right? We want technique to ride the bike. Um, so understand that, that that's perfectly normal. You know, realize that it is uncomfortable. Taking those next steps is uncomfortable. And you know, one thing through all of my time doing this 
is realizing, you know, what separates those, those last, that last 1% of the guys from, from everybody else or gals from, from everybody else. And for them, it's, it's understanding that they're making being uncomfortable part of their routine. It's kind of like, um, you know, they don't want to crash. They're not afraid of crashing, but you know, they don't want to crash. And of course they're doing all these things to to mitigate that as well. So they make being uncomfortable part of their routine. They're comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's what helps them get to these next steps and gets them to activate on that desire. So I know I've talked a lot about this stuff and you're thinking, well, gosh, you know, this is, um, this is great stuff. Um, and this is, these are some of the things that I need to do. And I'll come back to this, which is, yeah, you can do this. You absolutely can do this. And I'm going to urge you, whether it's through these podcasts, right? We've got all these podcasts that have all these great references. But what really matters is, is what are you going to do next? And yeah, I am going to urge you to get, it doesn't have to be through me. I'd love it to be through me. But think about getting professional coaching. And this is professional coaching, whether it's the technique in your craft, your physical fitness, or your mental fitness. So get professional training so you can get your goals met. So yeah, what matters is what you do tomorrow, what you're going to do in a week, what you're going to do in a month, and what you're going to do in six months. Because again, if you train and you activate on that desire, there's, there's basically nothing that can stop you from meeting your goals. So, all right, 16,900 laps. Let's get your 16,900 laps going. Copyright 2019, Ken Hill Coaching, all rights reserved.